Coming up next on Techno Optimist Radio, you'll hear the latest news on how technology is solving some of the world's biggest problems, even the problems that technology itself caused, with Teresa Carey, a senior writer at Freethink. How does direct air capture work? What did the Montreal Protocol really do for us? I'm going to be answering those questions today, but first let's talk about how art can stop illegal fishing right in its tracks. Paolo Fanciulli is a fisherman from western Italy who wants to put an end to bottom trawling, which is a destructive fishing practice that is illegal in many places. And Fanciulli will go to great lengths to make sure it can't happen. He persuaded artists to create large, beautiful marble sculptures, and then he sank them to a place few people can see the bottom of the ocean. The idea is that the sculptures can stop bottom trawling from happening and save fragile ecosystems and endangered species. Bottom trawling is one of the most destructive fishing techniques. Fishers drag enormous nets loaded down with heavy ballast along the seafloor. The nets gather or destroy everything in their path, from fish to aquatic vegetation. A lot of fish, including endangered species, get caught in the nets as accidental bycatch. By the time the nets are hauled aboard and the catch is sorted, many of the fish are dead. Fanciulli decided to stop fishers in their tracks by making it difficult, or even impossible, to drag their nets along the seafloor. He started with concrete blocks, then he moved up to works of art by famous artists. And the sculptures seem to be helping. The local environmental agency reports that the local seagrass was disappearing 10 years ago, but now it's growing again. Sometimes we can't see the benefits of these wild ideas for the environment until decades later. Like, for example, the ban on CFCs in the 1980s. In 1987, chlorofluorocarbons, or CFCs, were banned worldwide due to the Montreal Protocol. CFCs are volatile chemicals used in aerosol propellants and refrigerants. Banning CFCs put an end to Aquanet hairspray. Some say that was the beginning of the end of mall bangs, those terrible hairstyle that involved a lot of teasing and a lot of hairspray. But banning CFCs also did something else for us. It saved us from another 2.5 degrees of global warming. A new study found that the ban protected the depleting of the ozone layer, and reduced the rate of global warming. The worldwide agreement made in the 80s was meant to safeguard the ozone by phasing out ozone-depleting chemicals. It turns out those chemicals are thousands of times more potent as a greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. A team from Lancaster University in the UK showed how effective that decision was when it came to global warming. In a study they published in Nature, they demonstrated how doing away with CFCs has slowed the expected rate of global warming by roughly 2.5 degrees Celsius over the following century. While we're still facing rising global temperatures, getting rid of CFCs gave us a shot at avoiding the most extreme scenarios. And this leads to my last story today, how we're fighting climate change, by removing harmful greenhouse gases from the atmosphere. The world's largest direct air capture plant just began operations. If you've never heard of direct air capture, it is a technology to capture CO2, the greenhouse gas, from the atmosphere and store it away permanently. The new facility is called ORCA, and it is designed to capture 4,000 tons of CO2 from the air yearly, with big plans to scale up by 2030. 
4,000 tons may seem like a lot of carbon dioxide to capture, but it barely touches the 33 billion tons of CO2 predicted to be emitted by humans this year. Scientists say we're at a tipping point where reducing carbon emissions is no longer enough to keep global temperatures from rising above pre-industrial levels. Carbon drawdown technologies, such as this plant, are vital to curbing global warming before it gets out of hand. Some of the other carbon drawdown technologies we've talked about on this show, including genetically modified trees, or a unique green sand beach that captures carbon by mineral weathering, and even ways of floating direct air capture technology in balloons. We've also discussed Running Tide Technologies, a main startup that is creating floating offshore kelp farms to sequester carbon. You can find out more about those stories by checking out the show notes at weru.org. That's all I have for today. Thanks for listening to Techno Optimist Radio. I'm Teresa Carey, a senior writer at Freethink. The music is provided by Alex Jurgensen. You can find out more about these stories in the show notes at weru.org.